0: Maybe, maybe not. Welcome back, everybody, to the Nosebleed Sports Podcast. I'm Chris Witt, and with me, as always, is Mr. Adam Schmidt. Adam, how are you today, sir? I'm good. My body's breaking down, but I'm good. Yeah, that was a nice little uh, deep, uh, deep, deep back bend that you just had. That's a little limbo. Yeah. Limbo, but yeah, my shoulders uh, pretty much
1: done. I think my so I, I woke up and for no reason my wrist and thumb on my left side hurt. Um, Flip it around, thank you. <laughs> I got
0: you. I can see you inside. Uh,
1: obviously, my brain's going as well because I can't tell left and right.
0: Yep. Uh, they got letters inside the uh, ear holes.
1: They do. These yeah. are nice. I yeah. like these. Yeah,
0: real nice headphones, man. Yeah. I like these headphones. Hey, I like yours too. Yeah, appreciate that. They look almost identical. <laughs> uh so so uh yeah sorry we're a day late normally we do this on wednesday but uh i was out of town uh, a little extra than normal and had some had a had a fella riding with me so uh couldn't do it last night even we couldn't even do zoom uh so here we are thursday which means this is not going to make it out before thursday night football so i guess we'll just Skip football for this weekend. Most people already have all their stuff in. Although, you know what we did not do last week? Yeah. I we did not. not do our football picks. You're right. You know what? I think it's time to bring it back, don't you? We'll do it. We Let's need do to it. do it. Start week two. Okay. Oh, uh, we – this was not planned. No. We, we had pre-show meeting. Uh, This was not planned. And that means you know how hard this is going to oh, be This for is me. <laughs> so much better. This is so great. I whooped – I'm pretty sure I had you beat before yeah. – we like Going into the second to last week, you couldn't come back, maybe. Yeah, you destroyed me. Yeah. Uh, so we'll do our picks, our NFL picks this week. Um, locks of the week, if you will, against the spread of th- from the ESPN app. Uh, this is Thursday night. Remember, if you're listening to this Friday or Saturday, this is Thursday night. We're picking these, so the spread could possibly change, and that could mean a little something to your wager. Yeah. So be careful. Uh, all right, so we'll get into that. We'll do that uh, a little bit later in the show. We've got uh, Canelo and Triple G set up for the third fight. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll get into that. I've got, I've got, I've got things to say about that. I can't uh, wait. Nate Diaz may have fought his last fight in the UFC, and the way that it all went down, it kind of seemed like it probably was. The way that the the, the post fight and and a lot of the talk, I mean, it was his last contract fight for sure under the current contract that he has. Um, so we'll see exactly how that goes. Sometimes I don't know what goes on in this studio, but uh, we can't. There are times where our headphones go in and out because of uh, something crazy. So it, it goofs up the whole way I talk. So it probably sounds like I'm stuttering right now, but it's really just because I can't hear myself. <laughs> No big deal.
1: No big deal. We've got the, look, we don't have a whole staff
0: here. Yeah, dude, this is produced produced and edited and everything by Adam and Chris. So that's that's it. All right, so let's get started into this thing. You know what we like to do first? We like to start this thing out with some candy. We've got the Reese's segment to start this thing off this week. Adam has Reese's. It's in a bag. I can tell it's a bag, which means this is going to be a podcast long snack. Which is so awesome. I'm excited. Uh, so, Adam, this week, what is our Reese's adventure? Last week
1: we had a bag and it was the uh, Reese's covered pretzels, the chocolate yes. and peanut butter covered pretzels. This is sort of similar, but a little different. Okay.
0: I like that. This I like that. This is the popped snack mix. Whoa. This has got those Reese's minis that we've had before. Yep. Uh, it looks like it's got a chocolate drizzled popcorn and then your everyday pretzel. That's what it looks like. All right, man, this is exciting. Uh, While we get into this and we dig into these bags of Reese's popped snack mix. I've never seen this before. Just so you know, Oh, Adam went for the rip. Adam went for the, I noticed that it had a tear at the top corner, you know, to do the corner rip on this. But when I get a snack like this, I like the big bag open. So I went opposite and went for the, the middle center pull open of the top. You went for what they gave you, which is total Adam Schmidt move, going with exactly uh, what the directions are. And you just ripped your bag completely apart and just, just everything is all over the floor. Don't eat anything off this floor oh i never would <laughs> uh,
1: don't, i wouldn't eat anything off of my floor i 100 will eat those but
0: you no, will not no
1: don't eat those uh matter of fact there they go in the bag perfect
0: um, he's scared that i'll reach over there and get them. yeah don't of. do
1: not do not eat those um <laughs> all right uh, so i had a pretzel the pretzel is boring because it's a regular pretzel i don't know why you don't put the why you don't put the chocolate covering the Reese's I, chocolate or peanut butter on the pretzel?
0: I, I agree. You know, if you're putting the already Reese's material of the mini in this, why not? Why not do the already used pretzel that they have? But that's okay. Here's how I'm gonna do this to start. Okay, I'm gonna take a mini, a pretzel, and I'm gonna take a popcorn, all in one snooze i think that's i think that's the right way
1: yeah <laughs> one snooze all right If you don't know what a snooze is that's because it's not anything you just gotta look it up yeah all right first impression well what i've done so far is I had the the pretzel the popcorn and the mini separately so you're doing it the right way i think in order to to, to judge this thing so now I'm going to do what you just did and then tell you what I think about that.
0: Well, I'm going to tell you this. I went ahead and threw all three down.
2: Yeah.
0: Uh, I'm going to – I'm getting ready to score right now. I'm ready to score. I'm, I'm going 5-9. Uh, 5-9. I mean, I've never been a um, – individually, it's a good pretzel. Individually, it's really good popcorn. Individually, it's a great mini. I've never been a combo – like a, like a, what do they call that? A trail mix kind of guy. Like don't put my peanuts in with my, my M&Ms and like a raisin. Like, I don't want your trail mix. That's disgusting in mm. all shapes, forms, and everything. Don't want trail mix. Won't eat it. Love nuts. Love peanuts. Love nuts. That's funny. Love peanuts. Love M&Ms. Uh, can't stand there's any our, kind of there's our title. Yeah, <laughs> dried fruits. <laughs> can't, st- can't stand any dried fruits. Uh, and that's probably the reason I don't like any kind of trail mix uh, at all. But I, I mean, I'm I'm going, I'll, I'll, I'll say six, eight, actually I'll go six, eight. It, it wasn't that bad. Six, eight. I, I would never buy this. Six, eight for Chris. I just
1: did the same thing you did and put the, put the combo in. I gotta tell you, I like the combo a heck of a lot better than the individual.
2: Yeah.
1: Well. I'm going. I'm gonna go with a seven nine.
0: Okay. Uh
1: those are both the lowest scores we've ever given any hundred
0: percent lowest scores. Yeah. Um not bad, huh. but if but, you're if you're a mixer kind of guy. This is good. The popcorn's phenomenal. It's a really good popcorn. Mm-hmm. It's a caramel it's a white cheddar popcorn with a little caramel drizzle and a little chocolate over top. Oh, really good popcorn. Mm-hmm. I so, just
1: did I just did pretzel and mini together. That's not too bad.
0: That's good. That's a good move. So I gotta tell you, traveling around this week, while we while we eat some of this, before we get into the sports side of this, you can either fast forward if you want to listen to it. What we have to say about the other stuff, or you can listen to this. So I'm driving around today, and uh, so for work I sell, I sell. We're we're in a new, we sell lumber as a wholesaler. So I sell to a lot of different places. I've got new territory. If you listen to podcasts, I'm always out of town somewhere, even in West Virginia or Columbus or uh, you know Dayton or somewhere. Uh, So going into Toledo now. Okay, about three, a little more than three hours away. Go halfway up into Lima, stayed over in Lima last night, did a little fishing. I love, that's my new thing now, going fishing at the end of the day. I love that. Yep, Yep. caught the smallest bass that's ever been caught, ever. It was uh, smaller than my hand. Goldfish bass? I think it just ran into my hook uh, as a little (laughs) baby. So anyway, so got that, did that, woke up, started driving go from Lyman to Toledo, start heading back south, go to – we we got a lumber – there's a lumberyard I haven't been to yet, right? It's new territory. I'm like, you know what? I got this place on here. Got a guy driving with me. I was like, let's check this out. Most lumberyards I go into are like 84 lumber, places like that. So most lumberyards are, are, you know, multiple employees, guys driving forklifts, Lumber everywhere. So I find this place on the map. And we almost drove by it because it looked like someone's house with a <laughs> barn on the side with a sign out front. And I looked but at it the- says we have two by fours. <laughs> I looked at him and I said, I looked at the guy in the car with me and I said, "Bub, is it worth it? So we stop. We think he said, we drove this far. You never know what can come out. This could be a this could be a phenomenal yard for us. We we have no idea. You know what that reminds me of? What's that? American Pickers. Oh, yeah. Oh, 100%. Yep. This guy, mm, yeah, they'd have fun here. So we get here, stop, pull in the parking lot. And before we get out, guy driving with me looks at me, and he goes, we're going to be in here for half an hour. There's one car in the parking lot, which means there's only one person working in this yard. It's Half over. an hour is a long time. Half an hour is a long time for this kind of stop we're about to make. Wow. I'm at a lot of places for hours sometimes. But this, yeah, this guy's going to, he he already knew this guy's going to, we start talking to this guy, he's not going to stop. Because he doesn't get a lot of visitors, huh? Walk in, dog's barking right at the front door. Dog barking. I leave right away. Yeah. Guy comes out. Eye sewn shut. Bell's palsy on the one side of his face. Whoa. Okay. Bell's palsy on the side of his face. And uh, so he didn't know that he had to put some goop in his eye because he couldn't blink. So they had to sew his eye shut because he basically dried his whole eye out. Oh, this man. dude did not stop talking to us. Okay. Walk into this place. He's got paperwork from 1948. Just lying. Land- this stuff is stacked. I he had a bunk, a bunk of OSB. That's about it in this whole, in this shed. Everything else is just garbage stacked everywhere. And he's just staying around. He did not stop talking to us. He told us all about how he got Bell's palsy. Listen to this. I don't know how to deal with this as in the position that I'm in. Okay. When you are faced, I don't get faced with this uh, office. Sometimes, sometimes there's some little, you know, remarks and you know I don't, you know, it, you, you just kind of blow them off, or or you're like eh, you give them the look of eh, you know, you give the eh with the little side head, and if you're you're, you're not watching this on YouTube, you know, it's you tilt your head to the side and kind of squint and grimace like I don't agree with what you're saying, mm-hmm. right?
1: Well, I don't want to come right out and say that and start a whole thing,
0: right? And I exactly, and I'm in the middle of nowhere. And uh, just farmland, farm, 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 house. That is apparently a lumberyard. (laughs) So apparently most of the time when you get Bell's Palsy, it comes from some kind of viral thing or something. Like if you got some kind of virus, you may end up with Bell's Palsy. It attacks nerves or something. I didn't know that. This guy definitely gave us. Dr. Roger let us know. So this guy uh, pinned his head underneath some farm equipment that he was working on, and so I guess he goes to the hospital, and the next day, he ends up with this Bell's Palsy. So I said, man, how long ago was this? Because I've heard people with Bell's Palsy, right? It, within a couple, two to three weeks, usually heals back and comes back, but if it doesn't, then you're, like, stuck that way. Right, they're like, yeah, you got you got a few weeks, and it'll slowly get better, and you'll be able to, you know, get feeling back over there, and be able to start moving your lip and your face and all that. Mm-hmm. He says, it's "Been a couple months, but it's getting better." I'm looking at this dude's face; your eyes sewn shut because you can't move it, and your mouth only works on one side. It ain't getting any better, bro. You're you're done. This is you're locked up. So sad, sad, most sad, sad. I, I hate to see that. It, first off, this guy's this guy's a character, so so I said, "When? Well, how long ago was it? Is it in the middle of June, you know, that holiday that never was around when we were kids that they just made up all of a sudden. Oh boy. And I'm like, oh, oh boy, exactly. Oh boy is right. And I'm looking at this guy and I look at our, look at the sales manager guy that's with me. And he kind of looks at me and we both kind of kind of raise our eyebrows like, oh, this guy can't see us because his eyes sound shut, so he's got no idea what I'm doing because I'm on the bad eye side. Big G's on the good eye side, so I can kind of make a few more faces than he can because he can't see me because that eye's sewn shut. Mm -hmm. You know, all us white boys got to keep working. Oh, for God's sake. Adam, in this situation, is this a situation where – see, I – I feel like a righteous man would step up and say, sir, I don't know what you would say, to be honest with you, but, you know, hey, that's a that's a completely racist remark. I don't appreciate it. I'm not comfortable with that. Blah, blah, blah. Right. Mm -hmm. That's what Karen would say immediately. Uh, I'm not I I, I, I didn't do that. You know, if you guys all want to get on me, I might be canceled now because I didn't stay. I didn't stand up for, for what I believe in. adam in this case what does a brother do what is a what does a fellow like you do in a case like that do you laugh do you brush it off like maybe nothing happened and just continue on a different conversation because if you laugh then you're giving in to this guy right if you make a giggle of any kind you're letting this guy know oh i've got a fellow racist with me (laughs) (laughs) um the hard
1: thing about that is for me I I laugh when I get nervous. So mm-hmm. I've gotten him I've gotten myself in trouble a few times uh by laughing in tense situations.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I I might do that because of that. And because I'm 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 nervous and I don't know what to do with that. I I think I would maybe I think I would just kind of like try to move on from it. I'd I'd kind of I'd maybe give the (laughs) us
0: white boys sir head to work the exact words.
1: Uh,
0: I mean yeah, I you know, I don't know. I'm not gonna gonna lie to you. I don't ever remember that being anything back in the day. Apparently it's been around for a long time.
2: Oh.
0: Yeah, it's been around. Yeah. It's been around for a long time. They just Really pushed it to become a national holiday or whatever, you know, a day off for the federal workers and all that stuff. A couple of years ago, so then it became more prominent, more well known because of all the race relations and everything we've had going on. Blah 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 blah.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, I you know, part of me is like, yeah, I don't remember that being anything either. I didn't know anything about it. Didn't even know the date. Couldn't told you when Abraham Lincoln freed the slaves and all that. So I couldn't tell you that saved my life. Yeah. Well, it, it was wasn't it, wasn't it? not what it was i yeah.
1: I think it was when the news actually reached people so like oh the so emancipation proclamation happened and then it was like months and months after that like they were trying to like hide Figure it up. oh crap how do we do From yeah. everybody yeah i got gotcha. you so the word didn't even get to the people who are now free and
0: i i think that's what it is until then okay something like that so well, we're going to, this is the beginning of the podcast. We're going to get, we might get some comments this week. Maybe, maybe. Uh, but yeah, I don't, so what did you do? Uh, oh, I was on the bad eye side. So I grimaced and went, "who," and I, I may have even said, "who" like that. <laughs> and I said, well, I had to work too. And. Then I started talking about asking him if you guys do you guys stock any uh cedar or redwood? Da, 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 and that was an immediate no. And then he went back into telling us about how he got Bell's palsy and he was trapped and he had to get life altered, life life alerted, not life alerted, life flight airlifted, airlifted out of the places he was trapped underneath. Oh, well, you're probably trapped under there. A little bit of karma might have been involved. Is the man <laughs> sound like was uh, it, I mean, does the man work
1: there by himself? Oh, yeah. There's no one else that works in that place. First of all, it's dangerous to work all by yourself and doing something like that. Obviously, you're working with farm equipment all by yourself there. Sure, I guess you have to make a living.
0: Mm-hmm. If that's what you do, you do. But that's tough, man. To 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 work by yourself. Old Bell's palsy, wit. Roger. I'll never forget that, man, as long as I live. One eye sewn shut. Mm. One eye sewn shut. Man. That's anyway. tough on the old boy. Um, that's all I got. It wasn't that great of a story, but that's all I got while no. we're eating races. That's tough to uh, – man,
1: yeah, that's – I don't know. I don't know exactly what I would do. I sure would be uh, nervous about it. Mm-hmm. I know that. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, while we continue to eat these things, because I haven't stopped, I want to start into the sports part of this thing because – Last week, we we didn't mention this yet, and then I was thinking we should probably mention it, and then after yesterday or today or whatever, I'm like, we have to talk about this now, because two of the greatest tennis players of all time have retired within a week or two of each other now. Mm-hmm. So Serena Williams played her last match a week and a half ago or something like that. Her, I think it was hers. Third last match or something was here in Cincinnati, I think.
0: Um, one of them, yeah, yeah. It was the. It's always that that uh, U.S. Open warm up kind of is how they is what they have out here in, in Cincinnati. Yeah. Um. So she ended up losing in the
1: in the U.S. Open, and that was her last match, and and she said so, and uh, so she is moving on at forty years old, at forty one years old, uh, retiring. Just yesterday, I guess. Roger Federer. Roger Federer. So,
0: Serena, 23 Grand Slam titles.
1: Roger the most
0: The most Grand Slam titles in the open era. Okay. I believe she's two behind. Billie Jean King, maybe. Mm.
1: Martina Navratilova. No, no, not.
0: Monacellas. Not
1: <laughs> uh, Yeah. Venus Williams, and, uh, and, uh, uh, Anna Kornikova.
0: Um, anyway, I'm not sure. I'll have to look it back up. But she's second behind somebody, but she's number one in the open era. I don't know when that is. I just know that that's a big deal, apparently. Oh, 23 is amazing, right? Steffi, that's amazing. Steffi Graf. Roger Federer has 20, 20 grand slams. He's behind Djokovic, uh, the Joker, and Rafi Nadal, who, to, to be honest, you know, we grew up with Pete Sampras – and um Andre Agassi Andre Agassi and we got to watch two Americans be at the very top of men's tennis for our entire growing up childhood take it for granted we're not golf, we're not tennis people but Andre Agassi was cool, man. You know what I mean? Andre Agassi was that California dude. I assume he was from California. He seemed like a California guy. (laughs) I was a total, good self-judging, total, total, uh, what do you call that? Some kind. I'm sure that was, I'm sure that was terrible in some way. I don't know why it's bad to be from California, but I'm sure whatever I said was terrible. (laughs) Um, Anyway, Canon commercials. Uh, yep. And then you got Pete Sampras, who, you know, played against him and had the cry face before Jordan had the cry face. And, and, but was amazing. They were both really great. The generation after us growing up, which, which is, I mean, basically still kind of our generation now, mm-hmm. got to see Nadal, Djokovic, and Federer duke it out against each other for a very long time. Those three, are the top three Grand Slam winners in men's tennis history? For them to have all played in the same era and be, they, the longevity alone to be able to do that, and, and the the domination of three people. Basically, if there was a Grand Slam one in the last twenty years, it was Rafi Nadal, uh, Roger Federer, or Novak Djokovic. Novak Djokovic. Yeah. That is incredible and then you know but in 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 Roger Federer's third behind the two of them he they've got 21 and 22 respectively wasn't at some point
1: wasn't he leading at some point yes yes
0: and and then Nadal came out and went on a tear um and Nadal's Nadal's still playing Mm -hmm. as far as I'm concerned as far as I know I think Joker might be done Oh, is he still I playing? I thought he was still playing. I don't know, man. We don't watch tennis. Oh, I, I watch a little, you know, you see the highlights. And when people are that good, generational talent like that, you pay attention to it. And the thing that sucks right now is I feel like we're talking a lot about the men's side of this. Because we're literally talking, We, I think, well, I had her on uh, greatest, well, on the Mount Rushmore of Athletes. Mm-hmm. Serena Williams- is maybe one of I, I think I had uh, Simone Biles. I said was one of my was the best athlete of all time or something like that. When we first did this, it was before the Olympics, and with Simone Biles, and I was getting ready for the Olympics, and I was super stoked because I that girl is still even with all the stuff that went down, she's amazing at what she did. Right? She was there was nobody. They have moves named after her that no one will do. <laughs> Serena Williams is the Michael Jordan the Tiger Woods the you name it she is that of all of tennis not just women's tennis of tennis you think tennis greatest tennis player ever Serena Williams she spent
1: 319 weeks as number one in the world that's six years wow and what did she lose it because she had a baby? Probably. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, she, she is. I, that's what I always, whenever she comes up in conversation, I, I just say Michael Jordan of tennis. Mm-hmm. I mean, I agree with you. And, you know, talking about, we're not big tennis people, but I, I thinking about number one, Serena, but the three guys you mentioned, Plus Serena Williams all playing at the same time. I wish I was a much bigger tennis fan. Yeah. Because we we saw four of the greatest ever, four of the maybe top five tennis players ever, maybe. Uh,
0: Imagine growing at the up same time. in the 70s and getting to see Hank Aaron, Roberto Clemente, Willie Mays, all playing at the same time. Mm-hmm. Yep. I think it's Roberto
1: Clemente Day, by the way. Is it Clemente. Oh, it's today Clemente Day? I think so. I didn't know that. I think so.
0: Um, what an ambassador for the sport
1: yeah yeah he's an okay he's he's an okay guy well i guess was was probably, right he was
0: yeah mm-hmm. he's a really good guy yep uh
1: anyway congratulations to roger Federer and serena williams on on incredible careers uh and good luck to them i'm, I'm sure they'll be around tennis i would imagine they could i'm sure they can still do commercials and and and
0: advertising 100 i mean serena williams is going to be doing commercials and she'll be a spokesperson for she's a spokesperson not just for tennis though she's she is women's rights she's 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 uh african-american rights she's she's into fashion she's into huge into fashion she's got her own line she's she's a brand right this is the whole now we have brands like these athletes are brands because they make they are worth billions of dollars. Mm-hmm. She is a brand. She will be around. She'll be doing stuff. Ken Griffey Jr. still has shoes out, man. Yeah. Michael Jordan is the biggest shoe salesman. Shoe, sells the most basketball shoes of anybody in shoe the entire salesman. world. That's <laughs> what he and, does, man. He and Al Bundy worked together selling <laughs> shoes. <laughs> yep, yep. So the other thing too, though, is that's really cool about that. She was, she broke down crying and was talking about her sister. Uh, and how she wouldn't there would be no serena if there wasn't a venus mm-hmm. and when you go back if i don't know how much you remember of all that i and it's all in here i'm sure uh in this in this page that has her accomplishments that's a mile long but they were the fifth pair okay the fifth cup not couples what's it called doubles double fifth doubles pair to play in a Grand Slam championship to to, to to what is that called? The Grand Slam. Um, uh, you know, when you play all of them in the single season. Fifth people to be in that. The first doubles team to ever win that grand slam. What is that called? What's that called? Not a grand slam. It's, it's triple crown. You know, when you win all of them, the US Open, the yeah. is that not the Grand Slam? That is the Grand Slam. Yeah, that is the Grand Slam. Yeah. Yeah. So they're the first doubles uh people i saw that the 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 gold medals they won as as the gold medals she won as a singles player the gold medals they won as doubles players i mean it's unbelievable mm-hmm. unbelievable i still have not seen that uh that movie with will smith i heard it's amazing
1: yeah i haven't either yeah i mean and not to mention all the triples championships they won so uh <laughs> no i i I don't know I, I just keep thinking about that That I mean this is The the last 20 years was Probably the best era of Tennis ever mm-hmm. and we We lived through it I mean Almost all of it as adults too mm-hmm. That's really cool um, yeah so very cool Uh all right Well congratulations to them On to the Fight week portion of this episode Oh yeah baby So we, we got a couple we got a, a fight To review we've got a fight to preview and so we will start with nate diaz you mentioned it up top nate diaz fought tony ferguson and what was nate diaz's last uh, fight on his contract
0: which was he was never supposed to fight this guy there was some really crazy backstage not backstage well there was some crazy backstage stuff that went down before the fight it was like three fights that almost went down behind closed doors but the guy came out overweight Way overweight, like not even close. Tony Ferguson did? No. Nate, he is there? No. They weren't supposed to fight each other. Oh. It was that bald guy with the beard who ended up being overweight. He still fought, but he fought at a different weight level class. And he walked out there and choked old boy out like instantly. He never even got hit. I don't remember what the guy's name is. Either way. Diaz got to fight Ferguson. It's a fight that should have happened probably 15 years ago. <laughs> yeah, maybe right. not that long ago, but at least five or six years ago.
1: Tony Ferguson was a, a lightweight champ at one time, mm-hmm. um, and Nate Diaz was was probably the top contender, I think. Because didn't he fight? Didn't he fight for the title at some point? Yeah, at one point he did. Yeah. Um, so anyway, two guys who are now longtime veterans, you know, kind of greats probably in their weight class, at least in the sport. And, uh, and they ended up fighting and it was, uh, it went four rounds before Nate Diaz choked him out. But before that, I mean, it took 10 seconds, maybe, uh, like from the time they went to the ground, which was the, I th- the first time, maybe the second time. I mean, it, it ended in the fourth round. If, if the fight went, I mean, if the fight went, uh, what would that be? 15, you know, 17 or 18 minutes. If it was 17 minutes, 16 and a half minutes were on the feet. Like they stood and traded and punches and kicks for three and a half rounds for, yeah, for three and a half rounds, basically. Um, And yeah, there was a really brief time where they were kind of kind of on the ground and Nate got right up and then they just kept going again. So then fourth round, Ferguson actually kind of started taking him down and Nate just grabbed his head and Cranked his
0: neck. So it was. No, no. I tried to talk while I was eating. I'm officially (laughs) done with that bag of Reese's. (laughs) Good for you. It was, it just seemed so easy. Once Ferguson shot at him and was trying to take him down, it just looked like Nate Diaz was like, well, this is over. Mm -hmm. And it was almost in slow motion. He just kind of reached over. Locked in, cranked it down, and it was over. Yep, many tapped. Um,
1: what I so from what I saw, I didn't. I I ended up seeing the fight. Before that, I saw highlights of the fight, and from what I saw, this was just like an edited thing put together on on YouTube. From what I saw, I was like, "This is a maybe a little bit different Nate Diaz." I saw a a stare down at the at the weigh-ins the day before that they didn't
0: – they weren't – Nate Diaz wasn't trying to fight him at the weigh-ins.
1: He always fight, tries to fight a guy at the weigh-ins.
0: Again, again, a big part of that is because he's fighting someone completely different than he was supposed to fight. Literally, it happened the day before the – two days before the fight, they changed it.
1: So – and apparently he's, <clears throat> he's got some respect for, for Tony Ferguson, which you don't normally see because he wants to tra- – Nate Diaz wants to talk trash. He wants to make it personal. He wants to make it a, a, a dirty street fight. He wants to, he want if, if there's an opportunity to fight in the backstage, he wants to do it. Uh, at the weigh-ins, he wants to do it, on the street, at the club. He wants to fight all the time. Uh, I I don't like Nate Diaz because he's he's a he's a he's a punk. <laughs> he, I mean, he and his brother came up and they are just
0: like they're like thuggish dudes. And yeah, they're OGs, oh, they say it. We're gangsters. Like you're not a real gangster. I'm a gangster. That's they say those words all the time. Talk about that. And but some, as a fighter, as a fighter, as a UFC fighter, when he's in the octagon, he's very he's a very good fighter. And he has been for a long time. The thing is, is is the thing I love about him is he's tough. I mean, if you watch that fight, That's he he took he took quite a few shots. I mean, he probably was losing that fight before they went down maybe maybe he wasn't maybe he was close but he took some big big shots because he purposely
1: takes them Mm -hmm. i mean he number one he will and wants to fight the toughest guys the best guys all the time love that he never he wants to fight the best all the time he will stand there and just take punches however long you need him to he will just stand in the pocket. He's not a hard puncher. He's a he's a good boxer, but he's not a hard puncher. He's not knocking people out. Nope. His his specialty is, is jujitsu. And he will, he wants to, I mean, it's favor, it favors him if they if it goes to the
0: ground, but he wants to stand up. That's he, the crazy that thing. That is that's insane because he might be one of the best on the ground in that situation at making people tap out and being able to get himself. In, his, in areas and, and, and lock-in lock in, uh, holds in different ways, which is very difficult to do. But he'd rather stand up and try to beat you up. He's a Gracie black belt in
1: jujitsu, And he wants to stand up because, <laughs> number, one, number one, he's a, a decent boxer and his cardio, we were talking about this beforehand, his cardio is crazy all the time. He's in unbelievable shape. He doesn't have, like you were saying before, doesn't have like the, the, the body of some of these other guys,
0: but chiseled. Yeah. You know, nothing like that.
1: He's, he doesn't look like a great athlete, honestly, but he is a great athlete. Yep. We were talking about he's, he and his, his brother, Nick ha- have done a bunch of like
0: Ironman marathons and that kind of stuff. Like, and that's amazing. Like you got, you like, it's not, you hear Ironman marathon, right? Like, It's it's, it's insane Mm -hmm. people like train for a year, nonstop every day to run a marathon. These people run a marathon after they get done swimming two miles and riding a bike, 120 miles, Mm -hmm. then they run a marathon.
1: Can you imagine Nick and Nate Diaz? um, Talking just the worst trash to people who are like accountants and lumber salesmen <laughs> and production planners that are yeah. that are doing Iron Man marathons mm-hmm. and they're they're swimming right by them or they're uh, they're running by them or something like that, and they're and they're like trying to
0: start trouble. Yep. I wonder how many fights they got in during the Iron Man. They probably I I see them running with each other and just jawing each other the entire way. Maybe. But they're also – They're also, like, best friends. Aren't. Yeah. it's not. I don't know. No, they like, yeah.
1: anybody that talks to my brother is – He's going to get it. Yeah. it. Yeah. yeah.
0: Could um, you imagine walking into a bar? You know, you don't know – you know, you don't, you don't know Nick or Nate Diaz from Adam, right? Like, could you imagine that? And just being one of these dudes that has a bad day, had a couple too many cocktails, gets bumped into, turn around like, hey, man, come on, chill. And next thing you know, you just said that to one of the Diaz brothers – and they haven't had a drink at all. And yeah. they right now want to kill you. Yeah. They're they're re- like you I mean high as a kite, but no drink. Yes, but no drink. Yeah. Like that's man, you are in trouble, bro. You are in
1: trouble. They've both been uh suspended a few times for uh for for marijuana, I think. I don't even know if it's illegal anymore, but um Nate, I don't know, did you see the post like press conference? Mm-mm. Just lit up a joint, was smoking a joint right in the press conference. <laughs> well, they're big, in Nevada.
0: Big old one. They're yeah. in Vegas, so it's legal.
1: Oh man. I mean, he was like, he was like, I'm I'm chilling now. Apparently he's talking about because he, he, ta- he talked about having a love-hate relationship with the UFC, talked about possibly starting his own thing to, you know, to to
0: Rivalry. say this is how it's supposed to be done or whatever. Um, it, it would pay the fighters more because there's so much money in the UFC. Think about think about the money, dude, that these pay-per-views make. Now, they do so many of them so consistently. Every two weeks, there's another pay-per-view. So they're not as big, and I think that hurts them. But they're not as big, but there's still a ton of money coming into each one of these. Mm-hmm. And these fighters, bro, they do not get a big piece of the big piece of the cake whereas you look yeah. at the boxers when these guys are having these boxing boxing fights they're signing huge deals yeah these guys those boxers fight one time one main event and you'll make as much as ronda rousey made in her entire career you'll make as sure. much as nate diaz made in his time make, make as much as that one fight conor mcgregor did with floyd mayweather he made more money than he made his entire career fighting in the ufc and he was one of the greatest fighters ever in the ufc
1: yep um yeah the whole fighters being paid thing has been one of the biggest criticisms of dana white and the ufc for a long time there have been they've had a bunch of contract disputes with big fighters and stuff like that guys have left and then come back and left again and um, that might just continue um but anyway i don't you know if anybody's gonna if they get a wild hair up anything, uh the Diaz brothers can probably start something and uh you're allowed to do any kind of drugs you want. Come on in and we'll we'll get
0: you. some. <laughs> well, the problem with that, that, no, that that, no, that can't kidding. that can't happen because it has to be regulated. It's sanctioned. It has, to be, it sanctioned has to be sanctioned. The, and there's going to have yeah. to be drug tests based off of the laws of whatever state the fight's going to be in so that you can say whatever you want about that. And it is funny. It is a joke, right? Those, right. you know, they're. They're old hood boys and, you know, that's what they like to do. Mm-hmm. But in reality, you would have to, you know, in case you guys are listening, like, oh, well, I'm texting, I'm tweet, I'm tweet boxing Nate Diaz and I'm getting into his fight thing because I want to be hiring a kite when I fight. Well, that's a liability for a lot of people <laughs> to yeah. walk into a
1: ring, hiring a kite. Can you imagine him as an executive of a no. professional organization?
0: No, no, not even at all. Not even a little bit. Uh, you know,
1: whatever happens, I don't know. Even if they got a contract together, uh, and signed him to another deal, how much more can he
0: have? Yeah, Just
1: and 37, he's 37. I was gonna say
0: he's getting older, and and that fight was, you know, against another older guy. The guy who was supposed to fight was a lot younger apparently, and ran his mouth a lot. And they, it's crazy guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, if I'm thinking of the same guy, but I can't remember his daggone name either. Anyway. But Nate Diaz, like like you said, man, he's, he's getting up there. He's getting up there. And Father Time, you know, beats everybody except Tom Brady. So, I don't know. I don't, I don't know how much more he'd have in him. Go to boxing, maybe. Maybe he does go out there and do – there's so many celebrity boxings. I, I just watched Le'Veon Bell knock out Adrian Peterson the other day. Le'Veon Bell and Adrian Peterson had a boxing match and fought each other. Like recently? Yeah, like uh, last weekend. And Le'Veon know. Bell put, uh, er, yeah, put put uh, Adrian Peterson to sleep. Nick Young, Swaggy P boxed in it and got laid out. I can't remember who hit him. I can't remember who fought him. But it's all this is this is. I don't know if it's good or I I thought for I thought at first when Tyson came out and did the did that uh, what's it called, Traeger – not Trager, Triller Triller mm-hmm. Sports and was doing these fights. I thought this was gonna be really cool. And I was like, man, I get to see Mike Tyson again. And then he fought Roy Jones Jr. And Tyson looked great. Jones Jr. looked like he didn't belong in that ring. Like, hey man, you weren't supposed to be, you know, this is this ain't going how it's supposed to go. What happened to 50%? You know what I mean? Uh, and Tyson, Tyson looked ridiculous for a 50-year-old man. I was like, this is cool. I'd love to see something like this happen again. And then, you know, you get to see there's guys like that are polarizing, like, like Jake Paul. Mm-hmm. And people want to see somebody knock him out. Look at these world-class ca- athletes. Go knock this dude. Out. Well, this dude has, I mean, been training to be a boxer for years and years. He's been, whether he's really good or he's not really good, he's been training for it. So he's going to be better than an NBA player two years out of retirement trying to beat him up, right? This is not going to happen. Or a big, fat Ben Askren trying to beat him up who's completely out of shape and obviously didn't train at all for a fight.
1: And was a wrestler anyway. And was a wrestler.
0: So that's my thing. Like those, It's starting to get out of hand now, though. It's getting out of hand now. Every you know, it was one way for some. Some people made some money. Now everybody wants to do it. Now you got Swaggy P getting beat up. You got uh, you got Adrian Peterson and Le'Veon Bell fighting. You've got I, I'm done. I'm, I don't I don't need that. At first, I thought it was good for boxing because it would bring people back to it, and it brought me into it. I went and I I started watching more boxing, paying attention to more boxing, but for for a bad reason though. Like if you if
1: you're into boxing you don't want to watch Nate Robinson box. I mean, you mm-hmm. know, it's, th- those are those guys aren't boxers. And I've even still been real hesitant to, to be excited about Logan and Jake Paul, because I'm like, okay, these guys are influencers that like boxing and train it now. And
0: by the way, Jake Paul is fighting Anderson Silva. I don't know if you saw that. I, I did. And, and, uh, Uh Dana White's like, yeah, okay. I'm not talking about that. We're not talking about it. (laughs) He he wanted Ben Askren to beat him up. He wanted uh Wheatley, whatever that guy's name was. What was his name? Tyron Wheatley. Tyron Wheatley to beat him up. And uh and neither of them did, although Wheatley may have won that. Wheatley wasn't doing bad in that fight uh until he got knocked out. But uh it's that's the thing though, right? Like you want to now everybody wants to see Jake Paul get beat up. He promotes well. This dude could be a great promoter. He's gonna be the next Don King. Right, except now he's fight, he's the one fighting. He promotes his fights so well. It's insane. You've got to give him credit for that. But this isn't what this isn't boxing, man. We're not watching boxers. Cause then you see this this young kid Garcia. You seen that King Garcia, what's his name? Uh whatever his name. Ryan Garcia. Brian Garcia. And you like watch that dude's hands. Mm-hmm. That's a boxer. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you can't see his hands. He it's like he hits you, and you didn't even know it. he hits you five times. And you didn't even see any of them. Yeah, That's boxing. That's what I want. I like the, the light heavyweights, the middleweights that are just flying around and fast as lightning and, and, and slip those jabs. And, and that's insane to me. The combinations that hit you and then the body, they just wear you out, right? It's not a ton of knockouts, but just wear you out. Yeah. And then the real boxer, the real boxers, is like, uh, who's the Gypsy King? Oh, the champ, the, the big, yeah, yeah, uh, Tyson Fury, Tyson Tyson Fury, like you watch that dude and you're like, he just looks like a big out of shape dude, but when you watch him box, he's a phenomenal boxer. You doing. can't hit him, you can't hit him. Yep, he is quick, he's elusive, he's long, he's a boxer. That's how you box. These dudes all just walk out there and just try to land that big punch. You know what I mean? Yeah. And and it's it's not boxing. It it is boxing, I guess. Technically, it is boxing. I thought it was good for the sport. I don't think it is anymore.
1: Already rumors of Nate Diaz versus one of the Paul brothers. Nate Diaz will fight anybody. He don't care.
0: But the problem is, is Nate was- Diaz is 20 pounds, 30 pounds lighter than those dudes. Aren't they like one Maybe. they box at like 150 or 140? 140, 140. Don't they box at like 140? No, Nate, Nate, Nate fights no, no, it. No, no. He fought it. No, I'm not talking about Nate. I'm talking about the Paul Brothers.
1: Oh no, they're way heavier than that. I say one forty. No, one forty. I'm heavier than one forty. Those guys are. So what's Nate Diaz? Pounds. What did Nate Diaz fight at? He he. I think he fought one twenty five,
0: one twenty six. I don't know no, he he's.
1: He was a He was a, a he fought lightweight all the way up until I think this was a welterweight fight. Which oh, wasn't seventy. Huh.
0: Yeah, Nate, Nate Diaz is not one seventy. I bet he
1: walks around at two hundred pounds. And, no and way. Cuts, and then cuts. You think so? I bet now, probably not in his earlier days, because he fought at one fifty five for a long time. But guys that fight at one fifty five are walking around at 170,
0: 175 on a regular. One seventy, yeah, weight in one seventy, yeah. And then, so let's see what Jake Paul's at. Where's those Jake guys, Paul?
1: I think those guys might fight at one eighty five or two hundred, or maybe close to two hundred pounds. I mean, I think I those thought, guys are big. What is heavyweight in boxing? I don't know. I, I I'm still I I don't. I can never remember the, all the different weight classes in boxing because there are a million of them, it seems like. Um, but, like, like welterweight is 170 in the UFC, 185 is middleweight. That, those guys are at least in the 180s, I think. I, I didn't think they were that heavy. That's big, dude. That's big. I think they're big guys. I think they are. Yeah, because Jake Paul has got to fight Anderson Silva. Anderson Silva... He, he was fighting at 205. He was a light um, heavyweight.
0: Logan Paul's 189 and a half. He was 189 and a half, and Floyd Mayweather was 155. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so There you go. See that? You shouldn't win that fight. Floyd Mayweather doesn't beat any boxer that... Any any boxer that weighs 190 pounds is beating up Floyd Mayweather. Any of them. Floyd Mayweather... I mean, if you're a professional boxer. Which is why I have a hard time giving any credit to what these guys are doing
1: because they're putting on these enormous fights with people they don't actually match up with just because it's a huge payday because they are big talkers and people like that for some reason. So I don't know. Uh, I'll tell you what, though, when you talk about real boxers, you can talk about Canelo Alvarez and you can talk about Gennady Golovkin.
0: 187, cruiserweight, Jake Paul. Cruiser weight. I don't know the weight classes. I'm so terrible at that.
1: I can't remember. I I knew the the UFC weight classes.
0: You know what I saw was the was the, how much these guys weigh. Because <laughs> because because yeah. we're about to talk about Canelo and Triple G. Yep. Yep.
1: And and those guys uh, those guys are fighting. They're welterweights, I think. Welterweights or middle middleweights, maybe. Middleweights. They're middleweights. Um. And so they're about to have their third fight. In the trilogy of the so, this is kind of like now they did in their primes, they did fight maybe even twice in their primes. Yeah, I mean, one was in uh 15 and one in 17. This one feels a little bit 18, maybe. Yeah, this one feels a little bit like the Pacquiao Mayweather fight that should have happened five years earlier. Yeah. Um, but still, still two guys that, you know, are still pretty, pretty much at the top of the game. Um, I think I should have looked that up. I think Canelo Alvarez is coming off of a loss, if I'm not mistaken. Um, so the, both guys, in, triple G is 40 years old now. So both of these guys are getting closer to the end of their careers, especially triple G, but he's a big puncher. He's a knockout guy. And Canelo Alvarez has an has an iron chin, and he's, and he's a punk. Great man.
0: You talk about punks like Canelo Alvarez. I don't like Canelo Alvarez. I like Triple G. All right, Triple G's a nice guy. Triple G should have probably won the first fight. It went to a draw, and he's like, "Look, man, the judges said he won, so it's over. He won." But then you got guys like Canelo who would never do. He he's the kind of guy who's going to talk. His, he's going to run his mouth because he's part of the the whole. Uh, Uh, golden boy promotions with, with uh, Oscar De La Hoya, Hoya, who I'm not a big fan of Oscar De La Hoya anymore either. I've seen it. Yeah. I've seen him a few times where I'm like, he says some stupid stuff as he's trying to be this big promoter now. And he's probably the biggest promoter in boxing right now. Yeah. But man, like uh, you don't have to be Don King. You don't have to be, you don't have to say the stupidest stuff you can possibly say and try to start fights with the UFC and, do everything else that you're gonna do. Yeah, yeah. I th- I think I've heard. <laughs> I think I've heard Dana White say some pretty bad things about Oscar De La Hoya, but hates hates yeah Oscar De La Hoya. That's a good fight. I'd watch that boxing match.
1: <laughs> Dana White and Oscar
0: De La Hoya. Yeah. You know, oh that's the God. thing. Like with oh, that, dude. like when yeah, Conor yeah. McGregor wanted to box uh, Floyd Mayweather. Let's. I'm going back to this. I'm sorry. Like, we'll come back to Canelo and Triple okay. G. The whole, you know, fight, like, Floyd Mayweather told you when the fight was going to end. Told you, he told you what what round he waited, he waited, he waited, he did what he needed to do to get the fight. Like, that's, that's not a fight. And he didn't look like a fighter. But guess what? If you put him in the octagon, he's got no chance against
1: Floyd Floyd Mayweather. He has
0: no, Floyd Mayweather has no chance, but. They're two different sports. They train two different things. They're professionals at two different sports. That's like saying, "I'm a really good. I was a great basketball player, uh, but I'm a professional baseball player. But I'm going to go challenge Michael Jordan to a one-on-one match. I was a great basketball player, but I'm a but I'm a professional baseball player. I'm a professional athlete. I can do it. No, you can't. No, you can't. Right. <laughs> Even if Michael Jordan is fifty, he's going to wait around and say." 35 minutes. We'll make sure we get a full half hour before I get to 10. You know what <laughs> I mean? Like, that's how he's going to be. Like, it's re- it's just ridiculous. It's yeah. uh, yep.
1: So, Canelo Alvarez, Triple G. First one was a draw. Like you said, uh, a lot of people
0: thought Triple G might have won that one. Canelo, Canelo got one judge. Uh, or so, Triple G won. W- there's three judges. Canelo – or uh, Triple G had one that was uh, 115, 113. And then one judge was 114, 114. That was the draw. And then the other one was Canelo Alvarez, 118, 110. Mm-hmm. That's, I mean, come on, man. Obviously, something's going on there. You got two judges that are right next to each other, and you got one judge that far off. It sounds ridiculous
1: yeah who knows um and, and canelo also got in trouble for a while was suspended six months after the their second thing.
0: after their second fight he got suspended for uh f- was it after, no it was after their first fight it delayed their second fight because yeah, yeah, they were yeah. supposed to fight in 17 right and they ended up fighting 2018 yeah. uh because he got a six-month suspension for steroids yeah Once it, was again. A,
1: it was a it was a substance that they used to uh fatten cows faster i forget what it's called but anyway so they fought twice a lot of people think that uh that triple g some people think that he won both of those yep. fights
0: if you look uh, at the 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 metric side of it if you will it like he walk a lot more yeah he walked a lot more but you know, they had it's like compu box or something like yeah. that had him winning uh 10 out of the 12 rounds or something like that in the second fight and had him winning. It was kind of the same in the first fight, but there's judges there. That's who makes the call, right? It's not a, it's, you know, you don't have an electronic strike zone. You've got a umpire behind the plate. So you got to take it with what it is, which is why I, um, I, I respect triple G for not, not making a big deal out of it knowing that he was a better fighter that day saying, I feel like I was the better fighter, but he got the win. He won the, he won it good for
1: him. You know I briefly considered um trying to become a boxing judge. Really? There's a there's a, there's a boxing gym that I used to go to all the time who has had like classes for to become a referee and uh and a judge like then to try like help you get sanctioned or whatever Licensed become and sanctioned license. all that yeah. stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So
0: you would be good cuz nobody could get in your back pocket. You wouldn't you wouldn't no, 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 no. No, you wouldn't be able to do it. No no no. No, no under the table I stuff. I don't know, man. Honesty. If somebody came up and was like, you know, I threaten your family's life if you don't. Oh, that's different. Yeah. 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 Sure. I mean, that's the only, yeah. Whoever you want. Yeah, yeah. But if they, but if they want, but if they're just offering money, that ain't gonna happen. No, 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 no,
1: no, no. Um, I don't know how much money's involved in, in, uh. I mean, just like whatever, what, what I don't know what a judge makes uh, doing that or a referee for that matter.
0: I mean, it's a side gig. So, I mean, it's just you're just making money on a fight. So, I'm sure it's a good chunk of change for that night. But yeah, I'm sure, it's not anything crazy. I guess so. Huh. I don't know. Uh, you got a prediction for Triple G and Canelo? Nah, I, I don't. I want, I want, I'm rooting for Triple G. I think Triple G finally deserves his due. In this whole trilogy of a uh, craziness,
1: thinking about getting the fight. I don't know. I I didn't I didn't buy the first two fights. I've just seen. I, I think I might have ended up seeing the first fight way after it happened. Uh, but I I, I didn't buy them on pay per view. They're just outrageous prices. But if I end up uh, at home earlier than I think I'm going to be on Saturday, uh, then maybe I'll end up getting it.
0: I like it. Good
1: luck. Thanks. I'll, I'll end up not getting it because I'll look at the price. It'll be like $185 or something, like or, yeah.
0: something or yeah. $90 or whatever. So, that boxing, the last Canelo Alvarez boxing match brought in $117 million. That's not too bad. It's pretty good. Not too bad. Yeah. Ticket sales, you know, 16,000 people there. So, not a ton there. That brings in whatever it does, but they sold 1.1 million. 1 million pay-per-views at $85 a pop. Really? That doesn't even sound like that much to me. It was lower than their first one. I didn't mm-hmm. see the numbers on the first fight, but everything it said was this is lower, lower numbers, lower numbers, lower numbers, lower numbers. Mm-hmm. Um, but the first fight brought in even more than that. So yeah. that's just, that seems like a lot. It was $117 million. Now, how much does it cost to rent out? Uh, both fights were at, um, uh, like Mandalay Bay or something It was like that. somewhere in, in Vegas. It was the same place. They're at the same place. Oh, I was just reading it. Anyway. The Palms or something. Yes. Something like that. So how much does it cost to rent out a place like that? You know what I mean? Throw a mill out for that.
2: Mm-hmm. It's
0: probably not that much. But, Dana White. Yeah. Throw a mill out for that. And, you know, there's a lot of stuff that goes into it, but $117, not $117 million worth, I'll tell you that. No.
1: Yeah, they should make a pretty good chunk pretty good profit chunk on that. Out. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yep. Um,
1: okay, Chris. We need to uh, get on to our next thing, which, as you mentioned, was wa- was not part of the plan here until you just remembered it earlier. We've got NFL picks to make.
0: Oh crap, dude! We this this is taking this is we're getting into a, we're getting into a long one here. It's okay. Thought this was going to be a short one. I apologize. No, for no, no. To no, no, no. All right, NFL picks. You're exactly right. Let's make this thing happen, brother. I'm glad you remembered. Do you want to go first, or would you like me to try to go first? No, I'd be, I'd be happy to go first. Uh, and then winner always, whoever's winning always goes second, right? Okay, so whoever's winning at the moment will okay. go second from here on out. Gotcha. I'll go first this week. So the NFL week two starts tonight. The game is over. The Chiefs come back to win in the fourth quarter against the Chargers, so we can't take that game. So that brings us to Sunday. I would never have taken that game. I don't even know. Care what this is. Yeah, Jets, Browns, Commanders, Lions, uh, Jets, Browns, six and a half. Commanders, Lions. Let's see. What are we going to do here? Um, The Browns are laying six and a half to the New York Jets Mm. in Cleveland. The one and O Browns. You got Falcons and Rams. The Rams are giving ten points to the Falcons. Uh, let's go. You know what? I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Rams uh, plus ten at. I'm sorry, minus ten at home. That's a double digit. I don't like it normally, but the Rams are coming off a loss that uh, surprised a lot of people. The Falcons are terrible. I think the Rams make a comeback in that game. Uh, and then let's go. This may be off the board, is it? No, it's not. The Bengals are seven point favorites in Dallas. Wow. Well, Dak Prescott's hurt and is out. Yeah. So the Dallas has no quarterback and really no backup. Uh, but they still have a lot of good, they have a good, a decent defense. And, uh, but I'm going to, I'm going to take, man, that's a road favorite. I don't like that game. I'm not taking that game
2: because
0: <laughs> I think, I, I feel like that's going to be closer. Than it needs to be because the Bengals just seem to be. In way too many close games. Uh Texans and Broncos, another 10-point spread. There's a lot of big spreads out there. Lots and lots of big spreads. You know what I'm going to go with here, brother? What's that? I am going to take, I'm going to take the Seattle Seahawks plus eight and a half in San Francisco. I like that game a lot. Um, the Seahawks, their defense looked phenomenal this week, uh, this past Monday. I'm going to take that game. And last but not least, I'm going to take the, the, um, uh, I'm going to take the Saints at home plus two and a half against Tampa Bay. I think the Saints win that game outright. Saints. Jamie Winston getting the start against his old team. <laughs> Jamie. Uncle Tommy. Going into the dome. So you got, you have the saints in that. Yeah. I'm going to take the saints. Okay. As underdogs at home. Um, You know how those home dogs are, man. I like those home dogs. I'm with you. I'm with you on that. Okay. I'm going to start with the
1: Indianapolis horses. Oh, I love, I love the young horses. Uh, they are three and a half point favorites on the road against the Jacksonville Jaguars. Mm. I'm going to go ahead and take Indy. You're going to take the the young male horse. I'm going to take the young male horse. Uh, I'm also, I'm going to go. Hmm, interesting. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go Baltimore Ravens. They are a three and a half point fave at home versus the uh dolphins the miami fish
2: Mm.
0: the old fish scales
1: so give me the give me the baltimore ravens um there would they would they actually be
0: the miami mammals yeah just wondering uh
1: and now that now that ace ventura found snowflake Everything is great now in Dalton in, uh, in Miami, but they have to go to so Snowflake will not be at this game because it's in Baltimore.
0: Laces out, Dan.
1: Uh, thirdly, so does that mean that Finkel Finkel is Einhorn? Finkel's Einhorn, Einhorn is Finkel. Finkel is uh is back from injury. Wow! Uh, so he's going to be kicking again. Laces out, Dan. <laughs> uh laces out to a <laughs> yeah Cincinnati Bengals uh a game that you Ooh. did not want to mess with for very good reason I agreed with you and then I'm gonna go ahead and take them
0: as... you're taking the Bengals I'm the only one that took the Bengals in Dallas uh in our pick picks did if you? I if I believe correctly <laughs> you might be right about that as a matter of fact, it's right here. Or did I give and them that? Was that their first loss? I might have been their first loss for me.
1: Yeah, yeah I did. You I and, did. I had and I both lost me, me. Yeah.
0: But Andre took the win. So Andre's gonna go up on us today, bub. Yep. Probably. But if
1: uh yeah, so I, now I've got both both sides of the coin. So I'm gonna win yep. something.
0: <laughs> it's week two. <laughs> it's
1: week two. <laughs> it's week two. I'm gonna win something. Uh okay. There we go. We've, we've got everything we need. I love it. On to the Mount Rushmore
0: of vehicles we
1: have owned. This is going to be fun.
0: I want you to start because you've, uh, you've got some stories to go along with this. I've got, I do.
1: Um, I'm starting with the man in the mirror. No, Number one, I'm starting with the first car I owned, first car I purchased with my own money. Um, actually, I think I borrowed money from Uncle Bob and then paid him back, but <laughs> nice car. but anyway, um, a 1985 Buick Skylark. The Buick, uh, the blue was blue, wasn't it? Blue it was gray.
0: Oh, it was gray. Okay, it was gray, uh, outside and inside. He had the eight CD changer in the trunk of <laughs> I think it. it was, a, was a six?
2: I don't know, I thought it was, it was six. eight,
0: it was six. I think it was six. Uh, but but I mean.
1: I had that added on the the radio itself like came up out of the floor mm. and it was like a it was like a standalone thing almost it was like a like a monolith or something like it was a yo buick man I, you know buick was ahead of their time i'll tell you it was a nice i like i loved that car i started looking when i was looking at this the other day i started googling this car to see if i could find a good picture of the one i couldn't find any pictures of at least my memory of what it looked like yeah um but anyway i did love that car and it was like a kind of a state-of-the-art car too because it would had the the completely digital dash and it was like you know the the gas gauge that was like it would like light up and then it would like kind of go down like bar by bar you could switch i mean it was it was just a cool it was a i loved that car yeah i did um first car second car was a ninety? I think it was a ninety-nine. That I think I got a ninety-eight Chevrolet S10
0: pickup truck. What was it? A 98 I think, it was, a, I think
1: it was a ninety-nine.
0: Ninety-nine. You you got that brand new? That
1: that is. I got a brand new, and it was, I think it was one of those things. Like it was the 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 next year's car came out, like in October, leave, leave or leave September, it. whenever something, that happens, something yeah. like that. Um, so. I got the I got the pickup truck. I think for some reason my dad convinced me. Looking back now, it's it was probably like he wanted a truck, so yep. he's like, yep. "I'm going to get Adam to lease a truck." Yep. <laughs> Although it was an S10, it wasn't very big. But as a matter of fact, it was a car with a truck body um, because it was like a four cylinder engine. It it went zero to sixty in sixty seconds, I think. And uh, but it was nice. I kind of liked, I kind of liked having that option. It, it drove like a car, but it was a truck. If I needed to throw something in the back, I could nice. And, uh, that truck was, uh, I, I really liked it. And it, it is, is the biggest part of one of the biggest parts of one of my favorite stories, which was, which by the way, the anniversary of this story was yesterday. Our cousin, Bobby, who has been a guest on this podcast.
0: First in-studio
1: guest. First in-studio guest, you're right. It was his birthday. I was picking him up to take him to lunch that day on his birthday on September 14th. And we were going uh, to, I think we were going to Skyline. So we go through this intersection and this lady is turning left into a gas station turns right in front of me. We collide pretty good. The hardest accident I've ever been in
2: uh-huh.
1: airbag deploys and everything hits me in the face. I feel like I got punched in the face or what I imagine getting punched in the face is like, I don't know. <laughs> so banged up pretty bad cop comes, uh, <laughs> He runs both of our uh, standard procedure, I'm sure. Runs both of our licenses and everything. Yes. Find out I have a warrant <laughs> for my arrest. Adam Schmidt, warrant for his arrest. Apparently an unpaid ticket, which I had gotten like six months earlier. Paid with a money order because I had, I think maybe just turned 18. Uh, not too long before that. Didn't have a, a checkbook yet. Didn't have a checking account yet. So my my I got a money order and sent it in, mailed it through the mail with my to pay my ticket. You mailed it, you mailed it through the mail. I mailed it through the mail. It's a good way to mail regular
0: mail. It's a good way to mail things. I didn't email it. Um, was there email at that point in time when you were 18 years old? Uh twenty some years ago. Yeah. Yeah. I think there was. It was still relatively new. Relatively new. It was probably uh Probably DirtSpot dot com or something. <laughs> <laughs> that, that wasn't me, but, um, but
1: yeah, that, that one was already taken. Um, Adam Reds fan, I think, was my AOL mm. instant messenger, mm-hmm. name, something like that. Wit boy.
0: There you go. I Which Whit was boy. a terrible decision, by the way. I used to go into those chat rooms, and I got a ton of people that would, like, racially hate me. Oh. because they all thought I was white boy, Oh white yeah, boy, yeah, white yeah, boy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I'd get a thing. Yo, white boy. What's that all about, man? It, there's no E. What yeah. are you guys reading? Well, people are very stupid. So yeah. uh, anyway, <laughs> I used to get that all the time. I hated that.
1: So on Bobby's birthday, <clears throat> we get into an accident. Warrant for your arrest. Warrant for my arrest. Warrant for the lady that, that turned in front of me. She had a warrant too? Arrest. She had three, I think she oh, had two nice. or three Nice. Um, for like theft and something else. Um, so they were like legit. But anyway, I, <laughs> I paid my they were legit. I paid my <laughs> Adam, Adam was a non-legit criminal. This chick was a legit criminal because I paid my ticket with the warrant that I had for me was because of I found, sure. we found out later unpaid for parking ticket. It, but it was a like a clerical error because I had paid mm-hmm. it, but yep. they didn't have it correct in the record. Right. So, uh, I, so (laughs) he has to, the police officer that came on to the, onto the scene had to put us both in the back of his car because we both had warrants. And so I'm sitting next to this girl that we just got, I just got in an accident with. She was not happy. And, uh, did she blame you? She, I, you know, what I remember is we were both telling our account of the story and she said I was going fast. She said I was going too fast. Like I was speeding through or whatever. Um, and then I I think I was like, I don't, I mean, I, I might've been going faster than the speed limit, which is 35 there, I think. Yeah. But I had, I, w- I had just gone through an intersection and, and usually I kind of hit my brake as I'm coming to an intersection, which is probably the wrong thing to do. But just because I'm so worried about everybody else, like, pulling uh-huh. in front of me or whatever all the time yeah. a lot of times in intersections i will slow start down. hitting my uh, slow or, down or let off of the accelerator right yeah so i if i was speeding it couldn't have been by that much but either way
0: she just turned right in front of doesn't me. matter she turned left in front I, of you. You, you she was turning left so i wasn't going in fault
1: i wasn't going 60 and a 35 i might yeah. have been going 40 or 45 at the very most
0: doesn't matter she turned left
1: so and and when i was like I don't, I mean, I don't think I was going a whole lot more than 35. I, I could see like a, I could feel or hear like a, oh, or something, you know, like a, yeah. and you know, so anyway, <laughs> cop is dealing with all the stuff as, so Bobby's sitting on the curb on the side of the road, just waiting <laughs> for all the stuff to and happen. And there's, doesn't have a cell phone at the time. I'm no sure cell there's phone. no cell phone. So no, he's, no cell phone. Yeah just so happens that my dad had just picked my brother up from school for from band or something after school and they are driving past our accident and Bobby somehow sees him coming and jumps up and flags him down yeah so my dad just happens to be driving by it pulls up sees Bobby sees my truck sees it crushed doesn't see me by the way probably is like oh my god what is where is he uh sees bobby jump up and flag him down comes out comes over talks to the cop cop's like he's got a warrant i got to take him i got to take him in uh put him in the slammer so he's like oh that's you know, my dad's like that i'm sure he paid the ticket you know yeah. I, I don't either way it's got to happen so <laughs> So the cop finally gets all the paperwork, all whatever he's got to do together, um, tow truck and comes and everything. So and then my dad, I guess, leaves, by the way, call. My dad goes and calls Uncle Bob, of course, was lieutenant at Hamilton County
0: Yep, with correctionals.
1: Right. Uh, This was a District three Cincinnati cop now. So it, it wasn't like a Hamilton County thing, but. Well it's in Hamilton it, County. It is in Hamilton County, yes. But he was taking me to District Three, which okay. at the time was in was in Pryso. So it still is. Uh no, it's in front of West High now. Oh, is it? Yeah. I didn't know that. Or it's in front of the Walmart. It's in that like it's in that Walmart. Of the Walmart. That's right.
0: That's right. That's right.
1: Um anyway. So he's got to take me. So if my dad goes and
0: gets a hold of Uncle Bob, he's like,
1: This is what happened. So we had so the guy takes us in to he's driving us what, to how,
0: how did Bob where's Bobby? where did Bobby go at this point? How, okay, Bobby is is sitting on the curb. You're so, you're in the car. He's to let's get to the I this is my question. Yeah, you got handcuffs on, yes or no?
1: Not when we left, but right before we got to district three, he pulled over. The cop pulled over and got out, came back and put cuffs on both of us because it was procedure. He had to
0: bring us in, he had to come with in cuffs. with cuffs on. All right, all right. So no cuffs on you guys leave the scene before we leave the scene though okay
1: we're getting ready to leave and bobby i don't even remember right somebody must have come and picked maybe Mike came and picked him i don't know what happened somebody came and picked bobby up but before he left and before we left bobby comes to the to this to the cop car to the window where i was sitting cop is sitting in the front seat doing his paperwork and stuff Uh girl right next to me, not happy about what just happened. She knows she's in trouble. She's going to jail. He goes, all right, man, don't drop the soap. (laughs) And your reaction was the cop's reaction. (laughs) He looked back and he just started laughing. (laughs) Uh, Let me tell you, the girl didn't laugh. At Inland. this point in time, I don't care about this woman, <laughs> but I, I think I did. And, uh, the cop definitely did. And so, so I'm like, okay, I, I was probably super embarrassed, you know, oh, said that in 100%. Front of the cop, and that's the way I am. So, uh, but so funny. I'm so glad he said that now. Uh, so anyway, we go cop, you know, takes us in uncle Bob calls district three says, this is Lieutenant Edwards, bring him downtown. Bring him to Hamilton County. I'm going to put him through. I'm going to, yep. you know, I'll take care of him. So just, so did they drop
0: her off? Did they drop her off at D- district three and then take you somewhere else? No, I think she came. I think she came with us.
1: Okay. I think she came with us and maybe that's where she, she had to end up there anyway. Um, so we went down together, but then we went our separate ways because uncle Bob gave me the red carpet treatment through that place. Yeah. You know, and uh, did he take the cuffs off right away. Uh, I mean, they had to do all the standard stuff, but I got, like, pushed to the front of the line for everything.
0: So so Uncle Bob was walking you around in handcuffs. I love
1: that. No, he didn't do any of that stuff. Oh, okay. He just showed up and was like,
0: this is this. this talk is who to this everybody. Is. This is what's going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I,
1: yeah, yeah. So anyway, I got through the whole process. I didn't actually even have to go in a cell, I don't think. Um, so, you don't think? No, I'm pretty sure I didn't. No, I, I didn't. <laughs> Okay. I, I would have, i would have remembered that yeah um so anyway it's it, the whole thing i got arrested that day i shouldn't have been but it was you know that's awesome happened. ended up going to court i had the the carbon copy on the yes. back of the money order yes i took that with me i i uh i had another helper our our and sue uh works in worked in uh uh jc corrections or whatever it Mm -hmm. was yeah i I forget uh but oh it was um oh, uh oh it's called uh oh my gosh uh something uh like uh like like criminal not criminal but jail but so she works down there and she got me she met me in the took me to court showed me where to go Worked out. <laughs> she, she got me she took me into court stayed in court with me and everything she knew she knows all the judges and all the lawyers sure. and everything yep. and so i show up first time in a courtroom ever only <laughs> time in a courtroom ever i show up with a long sleeve indiana basketball t-shirt on, <laughs> and she's like you this is what you wore to <laughs> oh, <God>. to court <laughs> nobody told you to like no, I didn't. I had no idea I was supposed to dress nicer. I, I you know, I don't know. So anyway, uh, it took like once I finally got my turn, got called
0: up. Yeah, because you're an S, bro. They go in alphabetical order for the day. I was a W when I had to do mine. Yeah, how long I was in that courtroom? Dude, I sat in the back of that courtroom for three hours, maybe longer. It might have been longer than that. They went to lunch <laughs> before they got to me. They were like, you're going to be at dinner time. Yeah. It's ridiculous. So anyway, I showed
1: them my money order, and they're like, oh, okay. Well, then you paid it. So there you go. It was just not fixed in the system or whatever. Anyway, so there it is. And um, that's my uh, 99 Chevy S10 story. 98 Honda Accord.
0: Nice. Yes. I remember I, the Accord. I, I was leasing
1: a Corolla. I got to my 36,000 miles and still had like a year and a half left on my lease. So I was going to pay like 10 cents every mile after yeah. that. It was crazy. So I bought this used 98 Honda Accord, which I love because it had a sunroof. I had never had a sunroof absolutely. Before. absolutely. Sunroof was fun. And then uh, my fourth one, I guess I'm just going to go with the car that I have now, which is 2014 Toyota Corolla. My third, my f- fourth Corolla, my fourth black Toyota
0: Corolla in a row. Does it smell like some of the other ones smelled? I, you don't. You would never know what your car smells like, but Adam works for a flavor company. Well, uh, he did work for a flavor company. I don't know what you do now. It doesn't. But he worked for a flavor company, and you get inside his car, and it was the weirdest smell you've ever smelled in your entire life. It wasn't bad, but it wasn't good. It was just different.
1: That's when I was working in production, so I smelled like that stuff all the time. A lot of people always either said chocolate or cotton candy, but it was a weird. Dude, that's
0: two totally different yeah, flavors. It, it was
1: like a weird kind it of, a a of, 5, of It was a mixture of 5,000
0: flavors. My brother
1: always said chocolate coffee is what it, sounded, is what it yeah, smelled like. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, 2014 Corolla, that's what I'm driving right now, and I'm putting it on there because it's paid
0: off, brother. Dude, I'm going to tell you right now, there's nothing better than that. Yeah. That's Feels as good, good as it gets. Feels good. That's as good as it gets. You start paying things off, man. Yeah. I'm gonna milk this one. I'll tell you,
1: I, for all my I life, as long as you could, all my life, I was like, after a couple of years, I'm like, I eh, mean, I am kind of tired of this. I am like yeah, want something I'm a little new. newer. Now I'm 40 years old, and I've I paid my 2014 car off. I'm like, I'm gonna I'm gonna drive this thing for 400,000 miles. Eight
0: years old. There's no reason you can't get another seven, eight, seven years out of it. I've got uh, drive that like thing 160 for 60 something on it. 160? That's not Something bad like that. That's not bad. Not bad at all. I bought my current truck uh 3 years ago. Actually, yeah, exactly like almost exactly 3 years ago. And I had 70,000 miles on it. It was right when corona started. And I've got 131,000 miles on it now. I put 70,000 miles on that son of a gun in 3 years. Well, really, only in like a year and a half, two oh, years. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. I mean, Corona, we didn't do anything. Yeah. Um, all right, that's awesome, dude. I like that. That's good. Nicely done, bro. Nicely done. Terrible storyteller, but no. The best. The best part of the story was uh, Aunt Sue worked for um, the criminal, the uh, correctional. She worked there. I'm gonna think. I'm gonna. <laughs> I'm gonna think of it while you're while you're doing yours. All right, so uh, my Mount Rushmore. Um, I started, th- I've, I've only had, I've only like that were my cars that I drove. We had six cars. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, you had four Corollas. <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: I had That's this, pretty much it. I had the same car from the time I bought it when I was 15. I, 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 my dad took out a loan for $2,000, gave the $2,000 to my grandpa, to our grandpa. Uh, it was my grandma's car. Uh, gave them the money. I had to pay them all as long as I was in season for something in high school. Like if I was running cross country or trying out for baseball or whatever like that, I didn't have to work. But outside of that, I had to have a job and I had to give them $200 a month. Quick question. Yeah. What color grandma? Uh, blue grandma. Thank you. Yes. Blue grandma's car. Me that clarification. And by far, I had that car from the time I was 15 until I was, 25 i had it for 10 years i had that car for 10 years that car you know what i might do that car last i might do that car last that's my
1: favorite yeah i'm gonna do that car last so thank
0: you i'm gonna go with uh i got a chevy s10 as well uh which was her husband our grandpa's truck who sold that truck to my grandpa my my, it was our mom our mom's stepdad had the Mm -hmm. truck Sold it to my dad's dad, hmm. my 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 grandpa, my shut other up, grandpa. Shut up, blue grandpa. Yep, and grandpa Witt. And grandpa Witt, grandpa Witt couldn't drive anymore. Two I I names. started driving him around. Two first names, grandpa. I worked. Whit. I worked for him, grandpa Witt. I Jim, no no. Uh, grandpa Jim, Jim
1: and uh, Jim and
0: Ed, Jim and Ed. Yeah, he was <laughs> Jim and Edward. So was, yeah, uh, my grandma's first husband, my grandma's first husband was Ed Cagle. My grandpa's name was Edward James Witt. She refused to call him Ed because I it was that. a very terrible time uh, in her life with the first Ed, so yeah. she became, he became Jim. Uh, Ed Jim uh, was, sold it to him. He stopped driving because he had some strokes and heart attacks, and I was driving around. I was working for the company, and uh, it just became mine. Didn't pay time for it. <laughs> didn't, do, <laughs> didn't do anything. Just became my It's my family, truck. man. Uh, I blew that truck up. I love that. I drove, Oh dude, I beat that truck up, man. I would put a load of gravel in the back and you're, you know, you know, that thing was could hold like 500 pounds or something back there. I'd put a thousand pounds back here, drive all over town with a load of gravel. I didn't care. I loaded that thing down. Had a ton of fun with that. Uh, love that car almost killed my dog in that car. I, uh, put a leash on, uh, my dog Tyson, Hooked him on to the little the the toe strap, not the toe strap, but the uh uh ratchet, you know, hook in your car if you're gonna ratchet something, if you're gonna strap something down, put that on there so he wouldn't jump out of the back of the truck. Cause I'm like, this dog's a psycho dog, he'll jump out of the truck. And he jumped out of the truck with that on, but it didn't have enough. He didn't have enough leash. So he's hanging. <laughs> off the side of the truck. So I had to put two leashes on him. One connected to one side, one connected to the other side. So he couldn't go too far this way or that way. Oh my God. I I put him back there, hooked it up. I started walking around to get in the truck and I heard him jump out of it and go, ah! And I was like, "Oh my God!" He's dangling on the side. So <laughs> uh-huh. I got him almost instantly, but I thought you were going to say, you "I'm were getting canceled." I'm getting canceled three times now. This is the third time. Now it's now it's human rights or animal rights or something's coming after me. Shout Pete's out, going. shout out, Tyson. Tyson's the greatest dog ever. Shout out, Bandit. Bandit uh, down there towards the bottom of. The shout out the ever.
1: stinky one. We'll stinky <laughs> <laughs> Oliver. Shout out Oliver. Oliver. Great dog. Top top five That's dog ever. I I love Oliver.
0: Oliver's a great is,
1: dog. Love his musk.
0: <laughs> we didn't we didn't have we didn't have uh a we didn't have a fenced in yard at the house on Hilliard. We just let Oliver wow. out and he just go. Like I don't know how like you like you see a random dog walking down the street now and you're like what the somebody get this dog oh, <laughs> We just let Oliver out the front door, and then when he came back, we let him in. I don't know where the dog went. (laughs) So ridiculous! I can't believe we did that. (laughs) Anyway, uh, yeah. So the 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 2002 Chevy S10, which was like a champagne gold. I'm going to call it champagne gold. We'll get back to champagne colors later. Uh, I've got to put the my my current 2016 Ford F150. It's the first full size truck I've ever had. It's my Without a doubt, maybe not my favorite. It's the best vehicle I've ever had. Okay, uh, and then I've had I had a 2016 Ford Fiesta. Hated that thing. Worst purchase I've ever made in my life. I bought it brand new. It was a stick shift, bottom of the line. It was as cheap as you got. Roll down windows, uh, not power locks. It was terrible vehicle. Got in like three accidents with it. Hated that car. Uh, 2016. Mazda CX-9 that I wrapped around a telephone pole when some lady pulled out in front of me. And then the 2013 Honda CRV. both the last two were cars that I actually bought for my wife that I just ended up driving when she got a new car. I'm going to go with the 13 Honda CRV. That was a great vehicle. That was a really, if you're going to buy a car, that's a hell of a car. Okay. That thing was awesome. Yeah. But the greatest car ever was the first car. I had it for 10 years. It was a 1998 Saturn SL2. Ooh, came with a tape deck mm. and a sunroof. My first car had a sunroof. I thought I had a sports car, dude. I love that it car. Kind of like a sports. It was car. like a champagne purple, and I had license plates said Elder O2, and it was a like almost purplish car. It had like a purple metallic tint to it.
2: Yeah,
0: I've never had more fun in my life than I did in that car. By the time I got much older in my twenties. And I was driving that car. Two stories. By the time I got in my 20s, I was driving that car. It had like some kind of head gasket problem. I replaced the gasket, the head gasket. And I, I would get oil up in the spark plugs. And, I, and it would just burn out this white smoke. And it would flood it. Like it would just flood it out and you couldn't start it. And we couldn't fix it. I took it to, took it to. Couple of different places. They did things to it, didn't work. My dad worked on it, couldn't get it. And I, but I knew how to start it. I knew what you needed to do, man. You just got to get, you know, you get it out, and then boom, once that thing's running, baby, is ready to go. And it was. I didn't have too much oil in it. In fact, most of the time, I didn't have enough because I was scared to put oil in it because it all ended up in up inside. And so I replaced the gasket so it wouldn't get. And anyway, some car people can tell us what was wrong with it, I'm sure. But I took it to a bunch of different mechanics, never got it fixed. Hmm. Couldn't. Nobody started with me, man. You had to like kick the left tire a couple times, hurry up, get in, hit your head on the on the steering wheel, give a couple taps on the door, honk the horn, start the car, give it three pumps on the gas, one pump on the brake, and it start up, right? Like, I had it down. I could do it. No one could start that car. I used to leave my keys, windows down, leave my keys in the ignition <laughs> anywhere. You could be a Walmart in Ferguson, dude. I'll leave it right there. Go ahead, big dog. Go ahead try to get in there. You ain't taking nothing. Have no idea. You have, you no, idea. You have yeah. no idea your left foot's supposed to be out the window yeah. when it started. Exactly the way it starts. So uh we played in a softball tournament. Imagine that. The Metro. Uh in my I was probably 22 – I was probably 20. No, 20, I was probably 23, 24. And uh this was the night you might remember this night. Uh we played at 8 a.m. We lost. We stayed there till Probably five, p.m. Ooh. at the bar. We were a really good team, and we got beaten. We just started yapping at all our buddies out there, you know, having some fun. Had quite a few to drink, too much, and uh, I couldn't. I was not dry. I couldn't drive. There was no way. I could barely talk, much less drive. So, uh, buddy of mine is like, "Get in passenger seat, dude. I'm. 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 Well, I'll take. I'm taking you home." He goes to get in get in my car and he's like he can't start it he's like dude your car won't start i was like yeah, oh, it was. Different. what and he's freaking out because everybody else left and now it's just me and him in the parking lot trying to get my car i got out of the truck i got out of my seat probably fell twice <laughs> got in the driver's seat a couple pumps kick here knock there a little headbutt honk the horn i got that son of a gun going and i got right back out walked over got back in there and uh, and got home that day, though, I text everybody in my phone party at my house tonight. I'm ordering chicken wings. I ordered two hundred. I think I've told the story on this podcast before. I ordered two hundred Mike's Mix wings mm. from Wild Mike's. Call it up order. The next morning you you tried to come to the house. You text me and say, hey, I got a voicemail from you. like, hey, doesn't look like anything's going on at your house. So I'm just uh, going to take off, I guess, because there's was nobody. Nobody was there because obviously we didn't have any people over because I crawled through my house and then crawled out the back door and puked in the back and slept until the next day. Oh. So we didn't have anybody over that night because it was a rough night. <laughs> anyway, you may, not, may or may not remember that, but I ordered 200 wings. I had five voicemails from wild Mike's asking me when I was going to come pick these wings up because <sighs> you just call an order. You don't pay for it Yeah. to this day. When I call and order, wild Mike's, I call and I use my name, Chris, and I use my wife's phone number because I know somewhere back there, they got my name and phone number on the wall. Like this new calls. He's paying for them 200 wings from 10 years ago. I know it's going to happen. I just don't know when. The longer is <laughs> was 15 years ago. Jeez, oh my Jesus, pizza forever ago. So anyway, that, that Saturn. But then, so the Saturn. Uh, oh, man. I know I had two stories with the Saturn. I, oh, uh, so I got the car when I was 15. Okay. I didn't get my driver's license until I was 17. I failed my temps test ah. when I was 15 and a half. I went with your brother. Your brother used my car oh. to uh, take his temps test. Uh, your dad and brother came with me. Uh, the first time I went to take my temps test, oh no, I'm sorry. I failed my written temps test. So I totally. didn't get it. Your brother took my car to take the actual test. Mm. We both went, me and Joey and your dad, and we got there. And you got to have a parent guardian with you. And your dad is not my right. parent or guardian. Right. My mom got there and like, it was too late. Like they, my appointment was over and she got, she was so mad at me because I didn't do the research to find out that she had to be there. She was so mad at me. That was when I turned, when Joey turned 16. Okay. And then I had to wait again to take it later. So I didn't get it until I was well into my 17, well into like almost probably almost 18, 17 and a half probably. But when I was 15, maybe I was six, I was probably 16. So I didn't have anything. And uh, I got we've, – we've talked about this before. I've played, played on a baseball team, and uh, coach calls me up. Assistant coach calls me up, and he's like, listen, I've coached baseball for a long time. I always give an MVP award out. Uh, but the head coach that he was coaching with, he said we, he didn't want to do MVPs or anything like that. But I, I got you a plaque. I got you, some, I got you an award. That's so cool. It's, uh, you're, it, uh, for, it says for, to a special player – Chris Witt stole home three times in one season. So, and stole home, not went home on a pass ball because that's not stealing home, people. <laughs> if the ball gets by the catcher and then you go, that's not stealing home. Just so everybody understands that. You um, went with them when the ball was I went the as hand. the dude was thrown, yes. So, besides the point, mm-hmm. I was 16, didn't have my license. The car always sat in the same spot in front of the house. I drove everywhere. I drove my mom and dad everywhere. I drove that thing everywhere already at that point in time. It was in the middle of summer. It's about noon. I called the coach and I was like, yeah, yeah, I'll be over. Give me your address. I map quested where he was sure. in Price Hill off beach. And uh, I was like, well, I, it's right down the street from elder. I know how to get to elder. We can make this happen. And I got in that car, and drove illegally, no license over to pick that up. It was probably, I would never been more scared in my entire life, by myself. First time I'd ever drove by myself. Wow. Drove by myself from Delhi to Price Hill, picked that award up. Mom and dad, this might be the first time you've ever heard the story. I apologize. <laughs> totally did that. And then parked it right back where it was and then said that he dropped it off. Because <laughs> he was like, well, you got to come get it, man. I don't have a car because this was some <laughs> old hillbilly. that us. And I was like, yeah, man, no problem. I'll be there. I'll come over. That's awesome. Thank you. <laughs> oh, man. There you go. Great stories. Yep, there you go. That Saturn was great. Saturn was – that was the best, man. It's so much fun with that. That Saturn – oh, man. I had – in high school, I had three offensive linemen, two offensive linemen, one defensive lineman in my car, two offensive linemen for for Taylor, one defensive lineman for Elder, and me and Mike Little. So we had five people in that little car, and when you got big boys in that car, it's 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 a tight fit we're coming down rapid run towards sailor park it's a down down a straight down a hill i floored my brakes and i didn't skid it kept roll. the tires were rolling the brakes did not work like they I, they could not stop us i wasn't flying but the brakes did not and i'm like crap and there's a little old lady at the stop sign and i see her and I'm wave, like, waving my hand at her like, I can't stop this car. like I couldn't stop it. And I'm waving at her. And she saw me, thank God, and stopped. And I rolled right through that whole stop sign intersection right there at Hillside and Rabbit Run. Oh Man, God. dad is going to get a hold of me after this podcast <laughs> and be like, where? I've never heard all these. Oh, my God. I had one of the worst. I had a I had an accident. I hit a guy who had a brand new Buick. I was driving. It was raining. I this and I, I'm coming down. Uh, it's a it's a stop sign. You turn right onto Neeb. It's on Muddy Creek. Turn go turn right, and my car didn't turn, and I just slid and ran into this dude at the stop sign. He still had the papers in his car. He literally just bought it. Literally just bought that vehicle. Oh my god! Hit that for almost a year they were styrofoam from my bumper because that's what the bumpers were made of mm-hmm. in a Saturn styrofoam. <laughs> it's not a joke. hundred percent real. You could take that bumper, push it in and it would just pop right back out. Made a styrofoam. The styrofoam was in that front yard for like almost a year. You could drive by the front yard there on that corner. And that my, there was a piece of my, my bumper was there forever. <laughs> wow. Yep. There you go. Wow. Man. We could we could tell some back in the day. We could tell some old stories all day long.
1: (laughs) We gotta get Bobby Edwards on this thing again. Because he's that's that's the guy with the stories. I would like to
0: hear his point of view about the wreck and then walking up to say, Don't drop the soap. Yep. Yep. Like to hear that. Yeah, we gotta get him on. All right, we gotta hurry up, dude. Let's get through, let's get through this Sam Marrill. What do you say? Sam Marrill. Yep. Sam Marrill. Same time tomorrow.
1: Same time tomorrow on Netflix. Um you want to go?
0: No, nah, uh, I don't care. Yeah, we let's we let's do it together and then we'll read it. Okay. Uh I listen, Sam Reels a phenomenal comedian. We talk about it all the time. Yeah. I don't think this was his best special. Okay. I don't think it was like phenomenal or like I don't think it out of the ones we've watched, I think we've watched two others, haven't we? This is his third one in two years. Yeah, or like right? I, I don't I I don't think it was as good as those. Okay. I there was a couple parts that I laughed pretty hard about uh, and they were all, you know, uh, he, he's a, he likes to toe the line. He likes to say some things that are a little out there, but it just didn't hit me as hard as his stuff usually does. I think I had such high hopes that I might've toned it down a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it wasn't, I just, I didn't, I watched it and they were good His little, you know, they're short jokes. They're usually quick not super quick like mark norman or anything like that but you know not drawn out and but they just weren't nearly it wasn't nearly as funny as i think his last two the rooftop one i thought was great i love that um so i i i'm and and once again not like it's bad i i give it a three seven
2: okay
0: i don't think it's bad it's not bad but it's it's just not i was expecting like a 4 4 4 5 just like can't stop laughing yeah it didn't hit me that way
1: okay yeah he, he i mean he did something on every topic you can think of oh 100% and
0: yeah. all the talk about getting can- canceled that dude's getting canceled after this
1: <laughs> sure i'm just kidding he but, didn't say anything bad at all yeah um
0: yeah i mean Holocaust, nine eleven, abortion, <laughs> anything. You saying? Saying? I would call this the Holocaust, nine eleven, abortion special. He's like, you know, what are they? What is somebody gonna say? Oh, I'm really disappointed in that Holocaust, with a abortion, nine eleven special. I was expecting bigger things.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Um. You know
1: what I noticed?
0: Forty minutes. Yeah, it was quick, dude. Forty minutes, quick. Yeah. Normally, well, a, yeah, normally an hour. This is his third one in two years, man. <laughs> he's running out of running out of uh, of of material. Yeah, uh, I mean he's a, he's a great joke
1: writer, like you said, you know. And I I do always prefer that a little bit to the storytelling, mm-hmm. you know, comedians, the sh- the shorter, you know, setup and punchline kind of thing. So I did like that stuff a lot. Um, a lot of it was really really good. I thought some of it was like, all right, you can like I know you,
0: you can, can do better. better. Yeah, like yeah. you could have worked on that better. This this that joke is be- the joke is great. It could definitely have gotten better, you know, to shoot that
1: special. And a lot of people are doing this now, is shooting multiple, multiple nights or multiple shows and then like editing them together. To oh, is that what he did? Seven shows they shot. He wore the seven. exact same thing, he wore the same thing for seven consecutive shows. They shot them all. I never would have known that. He said most of it is from one show, but I guess a little bit of it. I don't know. Maybe he told a joke a little bit better than the than the night before, or something like that. Um,
0: so that was interesting. I gave it a four-one. Okay, four-one.
1: Yeah, it was not, good. Not
0: too far from you. Yeah, it was good. I mean, I would suggest people to write to listen to it. the the yeah. The thing with Jesse and his buddies was that was different <laughs> yeah. and and weird, but uh, yeah, yeah, that was it. Was it was it was it was good. Absolutely. Next
1: week. Next week, we have a comedy special and Mount Rushmore, of course. Um, I have the Mount Rushmore. You have the comedy special. Mm-hmm. Mount Rushmore for next week is going to be the Mount Rushmore of superpowers.
0: Whoa. Superpowers. So <laughs> is this superpowers that are out there? Like, like you could read a comic book and the, there's you got to, like, name the superhero who has the superpower? I don't think so.
1: I think you can take them from already existing superheroes with powers, or if you can think of a superpower, I think that qualifies as well. Okay. Your top four superpowers.
0: Okay. I like it. All right. I got, uh, I've got, uh, what do you call it? um comedy comedy Maybe special for this week oh real quick uh, let's just say uh rip david a arnold david a arnold man we just did his special last week adam calls me david a arnold died the day we were we were critiquing his special unbelievable last wednesday man so but what did we give him last wednesday for specials what did we do it was a I gave him a 4.3. You gave him a 3.9. 4.3. Yep. That's a huge score. Yeah. That guy's. I That's mean, that, that dude worked his butt off for a long time. And man. He was good. We talked about it. We loved the fan. That, that was the big thing. The family stuff he yes. did at the end of that special. Yes. Yes. Oh my god. So think about that. All that family is around right now. He just did this special. Just hit the, hit it big. And and he, and he passes away.
1: That's crazy.
0: Two teenage daughters, I think, right? Yeah. I
1: think yep. I mean, terrible. What a terrible thing. And not, you know, I don't know that anybody knows what it was. I, I guess heart attack. Really, I, I haven't really heard causes, anything or looked at it. Yeah, they
0: literally said natural, natural causes. Like 54 years old. What kind of natural causes at 54? I don't know. Yeah. But, uh, man, David A. Arnold, that's a bummer, dude. Um, yes. And then the, it was the day – on Wednesday, the day we were talking about him, man, the day we were critiquing his special.
1: His body was still warm, and we were talking about it. Oh, special.
0: Man, did we kill David A. Arnold? That's too soon. My dad said we did. Your dad said that? Yeah. yeah. We killed David. Yep. And, and did we, I just talked today about how, how many times my dad had to stop me at a Xavier game one time because every time I talked to somebody, I was killing somebody. <laughs> Told that story before too. Um, I I couldn't ask somebody about somebody in their family without them being dead, and it was the worst day of my life. Um, David and Arnold, rest in peace. So, um, but for next week, new guy never heard of him, no idea who he is. I don't know if you have. Exciting Shang Wang, okay, yeah, sweet and juicy. You probably heard of him because he's probably a comedian that's on every comedian. Podcast or something like that. No, I I
1: have seen this th- I've seen that this was on Netflix and uh I was listening to a podcast earlier yesterday, I think it was, and, and a couple comedians mentioned
0: him. Uh also see that this was the one I was gonna do. I forgot about this. Joe Coy just came out with a new one too. I love Joe Coy. Yeah, he, mm-hmm. Joe Coy came out live from uh Los Angeles for him. But you know what? I'm going with Shang Wang, sweet and juicy. Uh Kind of a hippie uh, Asian looking character. There it is. We've got him Mount Rushmore and our comedy for next week. We gotta get out of here, dude. We've done this way longer than we needed to be. Yeah. Oh man, I apologize for rambling on and on and on and on and on.
1: Oh, my uh,
0: my truck accident, Bobby birthday story was the greatest story forever. forever. Hit the podcast took forever. Anyway. All right, so uh, Shang Wang, superpowers, sports, till next week. Don't forget to turn your headlights on.